Well, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Ultimately Unlimited Podcast, where you are reminded to live your joyous life boldly, in abundance, and in gratitude while getting rid of any self-limiting beliefs. My name is Mame, and I'm your host. Let's go. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy, happy New Year. It is always exciting to start the year fresh and, you know, really reflect on things. We get caught up so much during the year that at the end, you know, we start to think and reflect and set our intentions for the following year. So that's always exciting. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season. I did. It was amazing with my family. And now we're back at it. Appropriately warranted on today's episode, I would like to get into goal setting and kind of discuss my method. You know, you can compare yours to how I do mine. I'd love, I wish I could, you know, reach out and ask you all um, how you set your goals, but feel free, I'm always available, mameunlimited at gmail.com or on Instagram at mameunlimited. Please fill up my DMs. (laughs) So, you know, for me, I'm not big on resolutions. I'll start there. Even before the whole debunking of New Year's resolutions, which seems so popular now, even before that, I wasn't always big on it because it always made me feel, especially from the middle of the year to the end of the year, it always made me feel I was doing something wrong or that I can just continue in whatever way I was living and in January I'll have a clean slate. You know, the idea of resolutions didn't allow me to fully live and look at every new day as an opportunity to really turn things around. So I think since college, like I just wasn't really big on that. I like to go hard. If I go, I go hard. (laughs) If I don't, I don't. But I don't like to look towards a new year to be the reason why I embark on something or I redo something. Before I get into the objectives of this episode, I wanted to take the time to reintroduce myself um, in a different light, more so um, getting a little detailed about me as an entrepreneur because I know the first episode, I kind of just brushed it over and mentioned what I do, but never really um, got into it in detail and that was purposely done as time goes on i will be diving into these different areas of me but i do want to shout out my listeners that i'm learning (laughs) are in france australia and senegal that made me so happy to learn that i had um downloads so thank you all thank you all my listeners thank you for sharing please continue to do so because that is how we grow and I intend to continuously, you know, release episodes. So please continue to share and like. Um, yeah, so let's go. Now, for me, at the beginning of every year, right, I look at the first quarter, which is January to March. I don't do a full year of goal setting. It doesn't work for me. It makes everything abstract and I don't like it. I like to break my goals down. So I've always had a deep love for beauty and wellness. 
beauty not so much in the makeup space now i'm a little fan of makeup here and there but beauty in the sense of skincare healthy skin and perfumes and things like that like my mother was like a queen to that i, I grew up glorifying and adoring her just seeing her take these things to heart and she still is she's very much obsessed with skincare and i think i get that from her so sometime in college right i started becoming more curious into looking at what was in these products and googling these big names and then doing more research and realizing that this industry is mad toxic man <laughs> there were so much chemicals and if you know anything about how ingredients are listed you know that the first four to five ingredients right listed is pretty much what is very potent in that product and i mean so certain active ingredients like essential oils of course they can cause burns and adverse effects so you don't want that um in the beginning of the list right you you never see that pretty much but other ingredients like why is a preservative the third ingredient right a harsh one at that that's what i was beginning to break down so i put myself into do the work do the research and found out that i had a a love for the process as well this was a little bit before i moved to la and when i moved to la after i kind of got settled i started it back up and at the time i called it my rich glow it's actually still my email <laughs> and you know by and by learning a little bit more daily and figuring out what works and and how it would turn out i ended up settling on glow village glow for obvious reasons and village for the fact that you know first for community building and also an ode to villages back home where we find the healthiest people the longest living people for some reason the villagers people who really lived in the village and ate organically and used the natural things always you know turned out healthy um healthier than the average individual and not to say they can't get sick but you know you get my point so two and a half years ago in july 2020 i launched glow village and i had been working on it like i said for years but when i moved back east to get married i had to start over find a new manufacturer and kind of start going from there and this year i have a collection i've been sitting on for the past year but i needed to work on the back end of things so i feel like the clarity i have this year from the programs that i was involved in i'm actually starting another accelerator program next week um they keep me so busy but i am so thirsty for the knowledge right so i continue to consume um everything thrown at me in these programs and this year i should be launching new products from the start i never created glow village to be an at-home kitchen kind of brand. I never created it to be something that was a little side hustle, right? It was what it was because I'm a wife, mom of three, and um, a nurse, a full-time nurse at that. So it always had to take the back seat in a sense, but I'm slowly trying to transition to automate everything and to hire, build a team, 
and run it full time. That's the ultimate goal. And I pray to God that can be done this year, but I'm also patient to learn the process and do it the right way and not have to rush it because there's no point to prove, right? So when I when you hear me talk about business, most of the time is Glow Village related, right? And as time goes on and things progress, I will, you know, put the progress up here. It's only right, you know, this podcast is about growth. And in this particular moment, this is the huge <laughs> um, part of me that is going through tremendous growth. So I'll be happy to share. All right, let's get into some goals. So whether it's at the beginning of the year, the middle of the year, or the end of the year, I look at my calendar as four quarters, which a lot of people do. I plan January to March and, you know, go three months all the way until the end of the year. So even though it's the start of a new year, for me, because of how I look at it, it's the end of one quarter, the beginning of another quarter. I do this because it has been the most effective for me. I've done this for the past year, by year and a half, and I think I've really gotten a handle of it. I break them down into these three months and taking it a step further, I then plan it into actionable tasks. So I list out what I want to achieve in these three months and then I put down the plan, pen to paper. Then I write down steps I can take in achieving each task, right? And that's what I meant by actionable steps or actionable tasks. So even if I don't have that resource, even if I don't know exactly how it's going to be done, I write it down anyway. And then I just put down the smallest thing that I can do or what I wish I had in place to be able to do it. And what I've realized with writing these things down is that sometimes just planning it out this way provides a roadmap to how to get it done. It's amazing, like, you know, putting everything in your head and kind of thinking it through, it's not always clear. But once it's written down, sometimes you kind of see, oh, it's not that bad, it's not that complicated, I just gotta do this, this, that. And that's, how, that's what I mean by actionable steps. So the last week of the quarter, that's when I do my review. I first look at the things I was able to check off versus the things I was not able to get done or accomplish. Um, before I even set goals for the following quarter, I look at my strategies, look at where I fell short, whether if it was with time, discipline, priorities, whatever the case may be. Then I implement that into the next three months in order to have a more successful quarter, right? So I look at the strategies, plan out new strategies. If I had a really strong quarter where I don't want to overdo it and push myself and I kind of just want to repeat it, I implement the same strategies, whether it be the time I wake up, um, 15 minutes here to do this, address this for an hour here. You know, I take a good look at the calendar ahead of me. I assign some of the repetitive things for certain days and that's also repetitive that way i can continuously nudge at certain goals and that ensures that i follow through with it or with myself for the entire duration of those three months or that whole quarter and then i just do it again so it's nothing crazy nothing too overwhelming 
it's a step-by-step -step type of situation, but it's very, very effective for me. I can't look at a calendar for 12 months or make a list of this is what I want to do this year and actually expect anything to come out of it because I'm just not wired like that. I need specificity. I need precision. I need to be able to pinpoint exactly what methods or techniques were effective and what wasn't and vice versa. So breaking up my calendar this way allows me to have that precision, allows me to have the exact formula in how I did something in case that's that thing, that's that year, that's that hit in case that is. I need to see how it was done. I need to see where my mindset was. I need to see how my day was each time I worked on this particular thing. I need to see the pattern and to follow it, right? So this really helps me that way. I can't look at just 12 months and throw some goals in my head and expect it to just pop off. We're all different. Some people may be able to do that, but I'm just not wired that way. And this is very effective for me. In this quarter, I also want to continue reading more books. I want to actually put a number of books as a plan, I guess, so that I don't just read when I feel I have time, but I can actually make the time to read because, hey, I said I read one book a week or, you know, whatever. Um, so I want to continue reading more books this quarter and I want to continue keeping a schedule. I love having three planners. <laughs> it's, it was crazy at first. I didn't know how to keep track, but I separated by what each planner has, you know, one's for business, maybe one's for home family and the other is for something else. Like having planners now and mastering having several <laughs> has actually been very, very important for me. It's obligated me to do the things that I said to do. Another thing that I have really begun paying attention to are my habits, right? Paying attention to my habits, especially the daily ones, each quarter, ditching the old ones that didn't work or that weren't so healthy, adopting new ones, reassessing, and going from there, right? Um, this includes mentally healthy habits, physically healthy, emotionally healthy, even socially healthy habits because I understand that my habits lead to my character, right? So it needs attention. It needs some reassessment here and there. Famously quoted, watch your thoughts because they become your words. Watch your words, they become your actions. Watch your actions when they become your habits. Watch your habits because they become your character and your character, your destiny. So I hold that near and dear to me and I find it to be very true because as I tweak my habits into a better state, I continue to succeed in the small areas that I'm making these changes in, right? Because we're not perfect. We live, we learn, we do certain things and we think back on it like, mm, I can't keep doing this. I can't make this a part of my daily living, right? So. Paying attention to my habits has been very pivotal and important to me. And I want to keep it that way this quarter. I want to share a few things that are new for me this quarter. I want to work on waking up an hour before I need to and utilize that hour on prayer, on setting my intentions for the day and on doing anything that I require personally, right? 
before I wake up to get the kids ready and get to work and get things done. So I started this last quarter, I was unsuccessful half of the time, but um, we're giving it another go, okay? <laughs> another goal of mine this quarter is to remove myself from the mindset of I want and remain in the state of I already have, right? We're taught even when you pray, pray as if it's already yours, right? So then it's like human nature because you want it so bad, you just continue to say, I want it, I want it. But God already literally made it yours. You just have to wake up to that. And I had this mindset shift sometime last year and I was really intentional on it. But down the line, in the hustle and bustle and in the want, <laughs> I slipped out of it and found myself in that I'm hungry, I want this, I want that, but I should know it's already mine. Next on my list is to roll out um, my business rebrand, right, for Glow Village. It's taken me longer than it should, but definitely this quarter, because I'm already halfway done, I want to roll it out. Now I have to pay for the content creation, I have to kind of align certain things to properly roll it out. So many things that I've learned in these accelerator programs. So rolling out the business rebrand will be very celebratory for me because I have been working on this for several months and it's a soft rebrand. It's not like the first major one I had a year, over a year ago. Um, this is just the soft, better and improved, um, just preparing for retail. So I'm excited about that. Finally, um, on my list is to grow this podcast and continue to do so. Every time I'm not paying attention and kind of just leave it be, I get insights of new downloads here and people playing and people downloading it and that really motivates me to keep going. But I also have to set my mind to keep going regardless because I do have dedicated listeners at this point that I'm so thankful for and I want to keep that going, right? So I'm going to continue to grow it, create content to promote it more than I have been, and just hold myself up to showing up daily for this podcast as I show up in other areas of my life. And speaking of which, I would like to do an episode sooner than later where I just have a Q&A type session, right? So of course the questions would have to come in prior, um, email me, mymayunlimited at gmail.com or on Instagram here at mymayunlimited. Just about 10 questions. If more, I'll try to rush it through, but I'm aiming for about 10 questions, whether it's personal, whether it's something you think I may be a, a resource or assistance with or anything, right? Just send them in and I'll like to do an episode where, you know, we pop champagne and answer, <laughs> okay? Um, so let, let's start now and give it a couple of weeks to get some questions in and we'll take it from there. So among other things, these are really the major targets and intentions that I have my eyes on for this quarter. Please feel free to reach out to me with any concerns, questions, inputs. I'd love to talk this stuff. I can do this all day. So with that, I'll leave you with this. Start today, repeat tomorrow. This outlook and mindset on getting things done is so simple and it really takes the scaries out of looking at your big goal. Start today, 
repeat tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, love and light.